Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesla of Wrestling.com, joined by Ring of Honor star himself, the Mecca, Brian Johnson. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks. I, I detected a hint of sarcasm there. Yeah, just a wee bit, huh? Right. Well, well obviously, we'll touch on the some maybe some of the reasons for that in a general sense here uh, in a couple of minutes. But first, first and foremost, in, in a more present sense, you will be on Ring of Honor Wrestling this weekend facing uh, one of the past, you know, icons of peer, peer wrestling and Ring of Honor, former peer champion, John Walters. Now, Brian, you are... Yeah, the insurance the, salesman, right? He sells right. insurance, I think. Right. That, that's what they hired him back for. Some guys had some back pain, I think, and then he slipped in. But no worries. I'll take care of the insurance salesman. Yep. Well, you'll be facing this weekend. You now are the top ranked contender in the per division. So this will be, a, as Ring of Honor is building it, as a, a clash of the past and the present of peer wrestling. So, I mean, how does that feel to kind of be or at least considered or perhaps rightfully so at this point, uh, maybe one of the more present uh, standard bearers of PR wrestling and Ring of Honor as the top man contender. Well, you know, it's nice to hear you say that because uh, some bozo Jay Lethal went and called out an entire roster of people at a pay-per-view and didn't mention my name. And I thought that was some shit. Uh but yet I kept winning and I see all those guys picking up L's and L's and L's. Ain't that funny. Um, so to be considered the future, uh, it's about damn time. I I've been on a run all year long and it's just been overlook after overlook after overlook. Uh, it it's no surprise. It's how Ring of Honor does. They like to talk about everything they used to do. Uh, but we're going to be changing the future. We're going to be rewriting history as I plan to do in this pure rules match. And, you know, I know I'm rambling a bit, but all jokes aside, John Walters is a former pure champion. So uh, when I get into a ring with a former champion, it means a lot to somebody like me who grew up a wrestling fan uh, studying this crap. Trust me, I know that John Walters is dangerous, or at least he was, but his time's passed, man. Stick to the insurance. It's my Medicaid now. That it is. You mentioned you've been on a roll. I mean, especially ever since you switched to the period division, you've definitely been, I mean, a guy that likes to call himself the, the Mecca locomotive. You've been like a, a runaway train train here. So uh, will that will, ideally continuing this weekend, uh, will final battle right around the corner. Obviously it will be a very uh, climactic show, a very historic show. And, you know, at this point with you being the top ranked contender and they have, Let's assume that you, you, you do uh, emerge victorious this weekend on Ring Wrestling. I have to imagine that will likely solidify your case for a pure, pure, pure title shot. Um, while, Colin, I'm shocked that someone like you was able to put that together, albeit as simple as a solution as it may seem. Uh, you're correct. If I beat John Walters, I will 100% be the solidified number one contender for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. And we all know what's been out there in the news and an end of an era. Um, I don't know if it'll be at final battle, but trust me, my title shot, whether it be final battle or maybe the last episode of TV of the year, uh, whatever it may be, I will not wait or waste that opportunity. So from now to the time this publishes, uh, the Mecca is gunning for one thing and it's that pure title. Right here today, Josh Woods holds that title, and I mean, I, I believe you've uh, been an outspoken critic of him. On, on, I've heard you on commentary and maybe some some tweets online, but it seems like you have a, a bit of a bone to pick with him, uh, even 
even with that title shot being a, a hypothetical at this point, since they might be a little bit of a, a, per, a personal thing there. Well, I mean, have you ever spoke to Josh Woods? I have actually. <laughs> and, and what was your, what was your, what was your thoughts? Well, he, he's definitely not like you. He's got, he's, a very, he's got his own charm. He's very, you know, he's, he's got personalities. Like he's got, he's got that legitimate background and, and he, like he offsets that with a natural kind of, I just can't I wrap my head around someone with two scrunched up ears like that, yet they still have the ability to have an entire cranium full of air. I'm shocked that it even gets in there. The guy's a complete airhead floating out in cloud nine. Yeah, he could tie me into a pretzel. But this is around professional wrestling. This isn't some amateur wrestling match because people actually pay to see us. And this isn't around some octagon where you could come do some running kick to my face. I guess he still could but not as uh, tactical. This is professional wrestling. It's my world. And when I hear people tout Josh Woods because he won some tournament six years ago and he beat Josh Woods because our referee made six bad calls. You know, great. The kid's lucked into some wins. He's never, he's never taken on the Mecca at the point that I'm at right now. And when he does, it's a shame he's got that championship around his waist because it won't be there. Fair enough. And, you know, with, you mentioned that, but now more recently, Josh Woods has uh, aligned, if not officially joined the foundation. And we're talking about pure wrestling. We're talking about how you're being... talking about dorts. Do you not, do you not agree with the idea that pure wrestling is the foundation of Ring of Honor? Cause that's, that's what they're really trying to kind of prove and, and reaffirm uh, all this time later with that being the, the uh, company's past, you know, again, with you being, uh, you know, considered the present feels like you might be a guy that would be maybe a little on board with that. Well, you would think, right. Yet my cell phone never rang. I see all these videos where some jackass with an octopus mask on is making phone calls to this guy and phone calls that my phone never rang because you see, while they're right in the premise of Pure Rules is the proper representation of this company, all the best have had it. AJ Styles, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Nigel McGuinness, Samoa Come on, right? The who's who. Um, I think that sometimes they're single-minded in how they approach the Pure Rules. Maybe someone like myself tends to look at them a different way. Uh... And because I don't choose to look at it their way, I'm wrong. If, if you ask me, that seems like some totalitarian rule and like we should all be mad at them. But yet when the Mecca comes barking up the tree, like, hey, maybe there's a difference here. I'm the bad guy. I'm the one looking at the rules wrong. Or maybe they just have some like Napoleon complex and they just want to dominate and be in control of the whole rule so they can keep it amongst themselves. A, a click of some sort. Hmm? How convenient. They lose and then Josh joins them. What kind of crap is that? Josh had any backbone. If he was a real beast, he'd stand up. Name me one beast that's like, oh, yeah, I'll join your team. Dork. There does, seem to, be, there does seem to be a divide there where, you know, you have been on this role in pure wrestling matches, but uh, the commentary team themselves have pointed out, like, admittedly, some of those wins have come with uh, a little bending of the rules, whereas pure wrestling... Suppose and pure in the name, so by you know maybe bending the rules a little bit, there's some a bit of a bit of a, a contrast there inherently. I I don't know one rule I broke. 
the referee's decision is final, right? So if the referee saw it and and uh, accused me of it, I'm always told how great our referees are. Todd Sinclair is the best ever. Well, I agree. He's the greatest. He's 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 counted one, two, three on plenty of my victories. But yet mine get questioned. Okay. Well, there will be no question, you know, in the event that you do face Josh Woods or the pure champion, uh, whoever it might be at the time, that that will definitely be a very exciting match to look forward to. And something else we're looking forward to. I don't again, know if it will be. I think the bell's going to ring and I'm going to wrap my arm around their skull and count them one, two. It might be the quickest title match of all time. You know, I could just give Josh Woods, you know, a book to read and he wouldn't find his way to the, uh, to the ring and I'd win by four. <laughs> As entertaining as that might be, I, I don't know if that's the most uh, realistic outcome. Because I, I myself, being a fan of both, both you and Josh Woods and Pure, Pure Wrestling itself, I hope to see a Pure Tele match at Final Battle because it will be a very historic show. Now, obviously, yes, not to uh, you know bury the or avoid the elephant in the room any, any further. Uh, obviously, a lot of the you know the, the conversation, the the discussion around Final Battle, end of an era is literally in the name now. Uh, with the news that Ring of Honor will be going on hiatus uh, the first quarter of 2022 to quote-unquote reimagine itself, obviously lending a lot of uncertainty and question marks and just general, I guess, openness for, for trying to be positive. But there's a lot of uncertainty around Ring of Honor right now. And for a guy that in our, in our past interviews, you've said you've really waved that flag uh, loud and proud. I just I got to ask what your thoughts are about uh, are, are, are in a time like this. Uh, I think everybody on the roster is, for lack of a better term, coping with the news that we got. And everybody probably feels a different way. Uh, so I can only speak to how I'm affected and it sucks. Uh, not just from a losing a, a job standpoint. But from a man, I thought we had something special. Now, I'll, I'll be the first person to tell you that I don't like everybody in the locker room. I'm not best friends with them. I'm not hanging out at the hotels afterwards. I'm not in the group chats. I'm not. I don't give a shit. Uh, but uh, I relate it to, you know, if you have a brother or a sister that you can pick on, but the moment somebody, you know, outside the house does, Right. Uh, they were the company that accepted me. They were the company that allowed the Mecca to be the Mecca. Uh, whether or not me and them again, I always saw eye to eye on what that meant is a different story and will be talked about when it needs to be talked about. But uh, to see a locker room that I really, truly believe in my heart of hearts is so freaking talented. Um, be I don't want to say dismantled but disassembled uh maybe or you know let go right uh so abruptly with not much that we could do about it that freaking sucks that definitely sucks uh but what that means now is I've heard constantly that you know this is the best time to be an independent pro wrestler well holy shit the talent pool just got bigger I mean like the Briscoe brothers are on the independents. What? Right. The Mecca's on the independent. What? Dak Draper. What? Matt Taven. What? Vincent, a cult leader. There's a freaking cult leader 
on the independence, like with the ability to take, like for so long, these guys have been wrapped up because Ring of Honor knew what they had. You had the most talented freaking roster on the planet. No matter what idiot was running, it could see that. Um, so they locked a lot of guys into exclusive deals. So it's not like uh, guys that maybe got signed for six months to go somewhere else and got re-released. No, some of these guys haven't been out for years. Dalton Castle, et cetera, et cetera. Like, holy crap, the independents are going to be freaking hot. But while they're hot, there's only so many people that can be in the kitchen. So uh, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a scramble. Uh, but if you're good at this and you love it, you'll survive. And I'm going to survive we definitely do want to talk more about the future here, but just to yeah. you know, look back a little bit, you know, especially, you know, I've had the opportunity to speak to you twice now and I've gotten to see you kind of shine throughout the pandemic era, specifically, you know, when running around, it came back, you were featured on TV, you cut promos and really it felt like, at least for me, maybe I'm biased, but you started to really pick up some momentum. And now again, here you are call it pretty much almost a, exactly a year later from the, the airing of the, uh, the, the pure tournament and now uh, a year later yeah. now you're pretty yeah. much set to face john walters and again hopefully challenge for the title final battle but looking back on it all again maybe for you as you said yourself the, the answer and how people are feeling is very individual individualistic but for you a guy that is really only really only started to kind of hit their stride or to be given the opportunity in that sense you know what are your some of kind of your uh highlights or fondest memories of your time right Brian, now that we're entering this new chapter or whatever it might be? Um, I didn't accomplish a damn thing at Ring of Honor. So my memories are that I came up short. And that's if it ended today. But see, I have a chance to change that. And that's why at some future date, when I get that pure championship match, I could change my entire outlook on my Ring of Honor career in one night. I could go from a lot of bark to a hell of a bite. And I'll be damned if it's Josh Woods, John Walters. I, shit, it could be... Uh, Mr. Pure himself, whoever that is, I don't give a crap. I'll be damned if I'm not able to look back at my Ring of Honor career for everything that I did to get here, for everything that it took to get to this moment, if I don't remember it positively. And there's only one way to do that, and that's to come out with a W. So at the moment, I look back, there's definitely some good moments, right? How could I forget Philadelphia? Against EC3, one of the most uh, decorated worldwide professional wrestlers to step foot in Ring of Honor. And I was this damn close. This damn close. And then uh, the Briscoe brothers. I mean, that's when I realized that this locomotive was really taking off. We went almost 19 months or 18 months or 16, whatever the hell the number was, without a pay-per-view with fans, right? And they said, man, we got to kick this show off with a bang. And who did they hand the microphone to? Johnson. Not, not, not anybody else on the roster who claims to be the best talker. No, no, no. They handed it to the Mecca. Uh, and that's when it took off. So to, to start a pay-per-view with the Briscoe Brothers, while again, we came up short, it was a, a highlight. Uh, but all of it means nothing if I don't come out with that pure championship. 
Yeah, very, very hopeful you will. Again, uh, we'll see what happens this weekend and beyond that. But now we've just looked back at Ring of Honor and such, but obviously we were talking about this uncertainty in the future. You mentioned earlier the, the independent scene, and I want to call attention to uh, a video you shared on social media, you know, sharing your thoughts about the, this uncertainty about one chapter ending and one new chapter beginning. And I just thought you just put it so wonderfully about how you know this, this important difference between a house and a home where Ring of Honor was was your home, and now having lost that, you know, you're a man without a home, but without a home, you're a man that cannot be lost. So now you are heading off in this new direction without a destination. And there's something, admittedly, we've been talking about how it's, you know, upsetting, but there's some, something on the flip side of, there's something kind of uh, encouraging about that freedom, about, you know, being able to hit the open road and, and you know, be uh, able to take on any number of new opportunities. So with that being said, now uh, you again mentioned the, the general sense earlier, but now for you specifically uh, kind of moving forward here, you know, what are your kind of goals for the future? Any hopes or things you haven't gotten to do yet that you want to do? Because uh, again, we're facing a very uh, seemingly o- open road at this point. Uh, I want to take this mecha locomotive and run it to the wheels fall off whether that's in Topeka, Kansas or Seattle, Washington or Nova Scotia, Canada or Antarctica or Tokyo or, you know, anywhere on the globe. Uh, I freaking love pro wrestling, man. I'm damn good at it. And for too long, people haven't seen that. And I, 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 it's about time to open their eyes. And that's what that video was about. Like you said, uh, I lost the home. Ring of Honor was home. That's the brother and sister analogy again. Uh, and now without it, at the same time, it's freedom, right? I can't be lost. So uh, I'm calling everybody and anybody across the world that wants it. I'll come get it. Just tell me when and where. You mentioned in that same post, you're like, you were shooting your shot. You said like, I want the best because you said, you said you're better. Uh, yeah. in a, at least in a, hypothetical sense is there anybody kind of again mentioning this this very hot independent market any number of people that are now out there you know is there anybody you kind of have an eye on they might be wanting to work with or is it more just kind of you know take you're open to any and all people who want to fit, go go one-on-one with the mecca well mecca versus everybody includes everybody so i don't make a list i'm not some i mean you see every other jackass once a week going this is my list and checking out oh, what dorts you know what I mean? Like, who gives a shit about your list? It's like asking about someone's fantasy football team. No one cares. Uh, wow, you have a list of guys you want to wrestle. Why? No, no, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I honestly mean it when I say take on anybody. Are there are people that, you know, are high level that I'd like to test myself against? Yeah, like, shit, Bandito's on the independent still, and I never got a one-on-one with him. That'd be freaking cool to smack him around for once, right? Or, like, um, Chris Dickinson, he's been – he's been the baddest son of a bitch on the independence for a long time. And you know what? I, I feel bad. Actually, Chris, I think just came up injured at the time of this. So uh, I hope he heals up because I'd love to mix it up with a guy like him, him and I, I think kind of look at wrestling the same way. Sometimes uh, I don't know if I'd like the way he spells clearly by the way, violence unlimited is marketed, but just because, you know, he is potentially illiterate doesn't mean I don't respect his talents. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to sit there and ramble about all these guys. They, they know who they are, the top of the world, the, the, the best independent wrestlers out there, guys that aren't the same style as me, the same size as me. I, I, I want to prove that I can do it all and I belong in them with it all. It's not cliche. It's not marketing. It's 
freaking truth. I don't have a list because I think they're dumb. Yeah. Uh, and I just, you know, I don't know. I think there's something interesting about how uh, in, in that video I mentioned, you like put different independent promotions, uh, not just yeah. independent promotions. You put like, you threw them all out there. You're like, uh, you are, you know, on the market and you, you are looking forward to whatever comes next. But I guess I have to ask, like, in a, at least in a general sense, are you more hoping or, or intending on kind of like going all over the place or hoping to kind of find a new home potentially at some point sooner rather than later? Um, well, I'll never, so like, I guess to have a home would involve, uh, exclusiveness in some sort of way, right? That word, however you want to, or guarantee, right? Uh, however you want to take that. If there's an opportunity for that, I, I would be dumb to say no. Uh, and I'm not saying there is or there isn't, just I think right now the next step for the Mecca is to take this locomotive around the world. I don't know if it's time to settle into one place again. Uh, not that I found a comfort zone, but I found my zone. And now that there's this unknown, it's kind of got me excited. You know, everybody just put out some stupid eight by 10 and said available for bookings. Thanks, jackasses. We didn't know. Uh, but others got to work and, you know, put out some creative stuff. I don't know if you saw the promo again. I don't really care for him as a human. Uh, I don't think he washes his gear, but EC3, he put out some interesting uh, interview and promo work about this stuff. And I think if you're a wrestling fan and you missed it, you'd be dumb to be because he's, uh, while again, not my friend, he's still on the creative end of professional wrestling, probably one of the most creative guys on the independence and some of the stuff he was putting out. Um, I, I got off on a tangent there. I apologize. Uh, well, you, you mentioned EC3 and that creativity, and I mentioned the video that you shared. Yeah, uh, so it was... came from stuff like that. Seeing guys, seeing guys, just sorry about that. So seeing guys that uh, have done it before take different steps and uh, realizing that if a hundred of us all put out an eight by 10 and say available for bookings, you know, it's going to get lost in the shuffle. So it was about getting eyes and attention. Then it did. And I have some emails and some talks with promoters that are hopefully going to continue to go well. And hopefully this uh, Mecca locomotive tour 2022 uh, will be uh, coming to a town near you. Uh, and like I said, it's, uh, it's all about getting, getting out there and showing that uh, I can put money where my mouth is. I, I'm not full of shit. I'm good at this. It's about freaking time people learn it. Couldn't think of a better way to close it out with that. So, Brian, do you want to, I mean, you, you shared that video on, on your Twitter page. So do you want to plug your Twitter or anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, man. Uh, if I could, um, my Twitter, my Instagram are exactly the same. B-J-O underscore Mecca, M-E-C-C-A. Um, I'll be putting out some interesting stuff, especially uh, next week. I think I'll be uh, having some interesting news right around the holiday for everybody that uh they'll be interested to check out pertaining to uh 2022 and beyond and things coming up for the mecca so just some stuff i got putting together and uh you guys should really check that out it'll be out sometime next week well i don't know when this is going to air next week being thanksgiving sorry i I guess i should be clear thanksgiving week will be out whenever it's well you've got me on that on the edge of my seat can't wait to see uh, what the future holds for you wish you the very best uh, this week on Ring of Honor Wrestling, uh, for this, this last stretch of this chapter of Ring of Honor, and then obviously everything that comes uh, beyond that. So, Brian, I thank you so much for your time today. And again, I wish you the very, very best.
Hey, uh, Colin, it's uh, always your pleasure to have me on here. Uh, make sure you continue writing all the good stuff about me and stop being friends with guys like Josh Willis. Come on, man. You lose a lot of credibility quickly. You're like, you're like Shams for the NBA. You work for damn clutch. So everything you report about Ben Simmons is bullshit. So if you stay friends with Josh Woods, you're going to lose my friendship real quickly. Duly noted.